Hey y'all, this is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share what I've learned from science and scriptures that encourage you and how to choose healthy habits so that you can lose extra weight and improve your health while cultivating joy. Be sure you're following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now let's dive into this week's topic. Hello and welcome back. So as we are heading into the new year, um, I am going to take a couple weeks to talk about goals and goal setting and what has really worked for me in terms of strategies in goal setting. Um, so this week, I'm going to talk about three top goal setting strategies that have really helped me this past year that I plan on in using again in the coming year. Now, first off, as I get into this, I want to say, if you haven't already, I recommend you go back and listen to one of my first episodes, which is titled The Game Changer. Um, because that's the episode where I really get into my general strategy of focusing on the process kind of goals instead of the results kind of goals. And I talk about the difference between results and goals. And a goal is something you do and a result is something it brings you to. So if you haven't already listened to that, and that will really help give you a little background, but that would be my number one shift in goal setting mindset that helped get me to success today. Um, in terms of instead of thinking about where I want to be as the goal, think about the daily action I want to take as my goal. So now I'm going to dive into my three things. I had to say that first because I just want to give that context to the goal setting. Um, number one, what has worked for me this past year has been making quarterly goals or even monthly goals that are shorter in duration than year-long goals. These goals are often more ambitious in terms of what I want to do for that period of time. But because they're shorter in duration, I can really focus my energy and um, really, really reach those successfully. Um, having a focus for a shorter period of time on a specific issue related to a larger goal. So if you're looking at making health goals for the coming year, one example uh, way you can do this is take maybe the first month of the year and focus on this. The goal for that first month is to really nail down meal planning, to really develop a repertoire of favorite recipes that are good for you, that you enjoy, that are easy to make, and that you can make regularly throughout the whole rest of the year. Maybe that's your January goal is really just developing your meal plan strategy for the whole year. Um, but having one specific focus for a period of time and then moving to a new focus. Maybe all of those are facets of one greater goal, such as improving your health. Um, but you take take it apart into segments and segment it into achievable and maybe a little more ambitious and one focused area for a period of time. Um, you could potentially choose one focus for every month in terms of habit change or some system you want to really get into place and focus on achieving that during that particular month or quarter if you need more time. Now, remember, it's okay to spend a whole month really focused on one good habit. 
That doesn't mean you need to lose ground with habits you've already developed that are healthy, but focusing on one area at a time in kind of hyper-focus can really drive you forward in results. The other thing about having um, this shorter period of time is that you really are able to kind of aim at a bigger goal for that period of time that maybe would feel really ambitious if you were doing it across a year with other ambitious goals. If you really take a short period of time to focus on one ambitious goal and then add another ambitious goal after you complete that first ambitious goal, you really could could really see forward success in a different kind of way. It's worked for me quite well. Um, For example, um, maybe one of the months this year, you decide you're really going to focus on introducing a longer window of fasting overnight um, compared to what you've done in the past. Maybe you've eaten until nine o'clock or 9.30 regularly. And this is one thing you really want to see by the end of this calendar year is that you've dialed that back to where you don't eat after 7.30 most nights, that you have a a 14-hour fast even um, overnight instead of a 12-hour fast. Or if you have currently only 10 hours overnight where you don't eat, you want to build that up to 12. Well, you could focus one month where that's your number one goal for that month. And that's what you stick with health-wise, that maybe that's your health goal for one month is that you dial that back. And then across that month, it might feel a little ambitious, but because it's the main thing you're focusing on, and it's a shorter period of time, you can really dial it in and build that muscle. And then you might even find after that month, you like it so much, you want to even extend it to a longer period of time. But the point is that you might be more ambitious if it's just for a short period of time, and it might then build your muscle and take you to the next level in your health plan, more so than you would expect. So that's my first um, goal setting um key strategy that I have found has worked for me this past year is setting goals that happen over a shorter period of time, like a month or a quarter that are shorter in duration, but more ambitious. Um, And then building upon those layer after layer. Number two, the next thing I have found to be incredibly helpful this past year has been keeping visible scoreboards that are focused on my consistency. I have found, as I have mentioned in previous episodes, that consistency and just continuing on and not quitting are key to successful health habit change. Um, Really successful long-term weight loss comes from not quitting. And consistency is what that looks like. So one thing that has helped is tracking consistency, either um, one thing I've done for one some periods of time is I've just on my normal day-to-day monthly calendar, I will have a color that I mark for every day that I stick to the food plan that I have created for that day. Every day I stick to that food plan and I eat according to my hunger and don't overeat. I put an X on that day in a certain color. And then I can look at my calendar and see all of these colors of X, and I can quickly see if I've been consistent or not consistent, just looking at the color. So having a visible scoreboard um, that tracks consistency, just very simple, um, really drives me to want to fill that scoreboard with the correct color. I want to fill that calendar with days 
that I get the right color on them. Um, this also looks like in the area of the house where I exercise, um, putting up a visible um, place where I check off the workouts that I want to complete during a period of time. For the strength training program that I'm working through, I have a calendar kind of printout of what workout I want to do on what day. And every time I do the workout, I check it off. And you know, I might not feel like I'm making progress, but when I go down there and I look up and I see all these checked off strength workouts, I can see that I have made forward progress. And it really spurs me to continue because I have a visible scoreboard. So whatever that looks like for you, a lot of people like habit trackers. They maybe have a planner or um, someplace where there's a habit tracker for various habits and they can see very clearly, here's the specific habit. Here is, um, you know, a month of circles that you can check those circles off as you go and complete that habit each day. And that can really give a great feeling of satisfaction. In fact, um, I have heard it said, I have not seen evidence, I haven't looked up the evidence, but I have heard some say that checking off a box or a to, on a to-do list or on a calendar or some kind of checklist is, is something that gives you a little surge of dopamine a little feel-good hormone. And I can believe that. You know, I haven't, like I said, I haven't looked at the data surrounding that, but it sounds like that would make sense um, that you'd get a little happy dopamine from checking a box because I sure love the feeling that comes from checking something off, whether it's checking off a list, checking off um, if I'm tracking some kind of habit, that is a really good feeling. So creating a visible scoreboard is something I'm going to continue to do for various habits I'm cultivating in 2023 because it's worked for me in 2022. And number three, the other key thing that um, has worked for me this past year has also worked for me really well in previous years in getting to a successful um, weight loss that I've that has lasted is that when I set goals, part of setting the goal entails that I review the goal daily and the reason I'm setting that goal every single day. So every day I review what my goal is and I review why it matters every day. The days that I remember to do that and I consistently do that, the more consistent I am, the more successful I am in achieving that goal. Um, Remember, many people know the whole SMART formula for goal setting, that you want to have it um, achievable, you want to have it measurable, you want to hit all those things about the quote unquote SMART goals. And yes, um, you know, I want, I want the goal to be about a habit step or a process or a system that I'm, that I'm doing, not a result. Remember, that's key, just like I said at the beginning of the episode. For example, if I'm working on eating more plants and eating less sugar, um, you know, I want to be specific on how many servings of plants that I want to get in and when I'll get them in. And you want to have, I want to have a written down place where I've written out why I'm doing that every day. So not just where I track what I'm doing, but why I'm doing it. Um, and it doesn't have to take long. It can just take at the top of my daily calendar page, writing down, um, why, why it matters today. Why does it matter that I stick to my goal? today. Um, and, and it might be any number of things that inspire me that particular day to stick to my goal, but I write it down and I rewrite the goal because it keeps it at the forefront of my mind. Um, maybe there's just one driving reason for a whole week that I'm sticking with my goal. And it could be the same reason every day of a week 
that I write down, but I write it down. Uh, and that really helps me keep it at the forefront of my mind and continue to reach for that goal on a daily basis. So that's the third key thing that has helped me in 2022 and in previous years also is not only writing down my goal every day, but writing down why the goal matters every day and just taking that time to um, detail out that. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, I hope that these three um, things that have worked for me in 2022 that I plan on reusing in 2023 could also be potentially something that help you and inspire you as you move forward into a new year. I hope that y'all have a great week and tune in next week for more. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or a podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. You can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on The Extra Helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more. Oh,